0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shropshire Football Podcast. My name is Luke Hatfield. I'm joined once again by our Shrewsbury Town man, who is notably nervous today, Mr. Lewis Cox. Lewis, how are you? Hello, Chief. How are
1: you? Um, all right. Big, you know, as we record on on Wednesday, big Champions League tie tonight. Yep. But, Shrewsbury, uh, fans,
0: yeah. Shrewsbury Town fans will be uh, itching to see the, the winner of that one. Yeah. I
1: mean, by by the time this got, you know, people listen to this, I'm sure. You' Messi I' have scored a couple so that's fine, but now i I uh, quietly fancy Liverpool over two legs based on the alleged fact that Barcelona can't defend but we'll see alleged, allegedly can't allegedly <laughs> I tell
0: you what it's been it's been a week a week of drama um has it yeah I mean TV drama though oh yeah yeah TV drama so you've got the drama tonight for you of course, but then you watch Game of Thrones we've had this debate I already disappointed you.
1: Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, um, I tell you what. I told sick. you I was halfway through series one. I lost. No. That's going well because we actually finished series one. Oh really? Um, Why you you want season two, episode two? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually are. Yeah. But uh-huh. now it's um, yeah. It's still not got too stupid yet. It's getting there, but yeah, it's fun. Well,
0: I tell you what, Game of Thrones is stupid. I won't. I won't reveal any spoilers for anyone who's listening. But
1: uh, uh, Avengers as well. Oh mate, you're gonna you're gonna dislike me again. I'm afraid. Don't tell me this. I don't. I don't, I don't like. I like films, but I don't like. I'm not a huge super, superhero Marvel. Jesus. Fan. It don't do it for me, mate. I'll be honest. It doesn't do. I struggle with. How's hmm. a nice way to put this. I struggle with make believe. Which fantasy?
0: Yeah. And you
1: just need you just need fact. I look... like, I love the cliche like. I, you know, I loved Dark Knight. I loved the big ones. Batman. Batman? Batman is one of I'm the... I'm aware Batman's make-believe, and I know, yeah, but I I just haven't got the... To see this new Avengers film, you need to have seen it all, don't you? Like, the the previous Avengers, all the other little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ain't, I ain't seen any of them. You ain't got so. the time for it? It's, nah. I'd I'd much rather go and see a... um. I can't believe you've got time for Lost, but not for. The would <laughs> 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 Everyone needs a Netflix box set they're binging or something, don't they? Um, but yeah, I got more. To, I, I go and see a thriller, or a, you know, shoot 'em up, or something. A crime. I that, that's more a bit of me. John Wick
0: Three's out next month. Man. Yes, or this month, I should say now. Is it? Yeah, well, it's uh, May now, isn't it? Good. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be all over that. Didn't know that. John Wick three, mate. That's why. That's one you gotta keep an eye for. Yes. Anyway, so drama on TV screens, which you've not been watching, but there's drama on the pitch too. Yeah, there is. Uh, Good link. Yep. Uh, Shrewsbury Town safe now in League One. Let's run through the games that we've missed, as always. The first one: uh, Barnsley two, Shrewsbury one. Um,
1: safety not assured at this point.
0: No. Do you reckon they deserve more from that game?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Easter bank holiday, Good Friday game. Um, Yeah, played really well. Played one of the best performances they have under Sam Ricketts. Really looked the part on another day. Could, should have won. Um, Barnsley goalkeeper was man of the match. I think he's in the team of the season. Davis and Town were kicking themselves because, you know, Barnsley were unbeaten at home at Oakwell for the season in about 25 games running back to last March and Shrewsbury should have ended it. You know, Mm. it should have been a marquee result that would have made them all but mathematically safe at that point. Save out the nerves of the Oxford game, which we'll come to. Um, yeah, didn't all through the game, from the beginning, right before half time, to the end. Didn't take chances. One-on-ones, three or four one-on-ones, keeper mm-hmm. saved. And I think it was a bit of, yeah, poor finishing. But one of those days, I think, might have been still playing now and not have scored. To be honest. <laughs> um, but, you know, considering Barnsley unbeaten, automatically promoted now as of last night, mm-hmm. Tuesday night, um, great performance. And, you know, Town beat them at home under John Askey and, and should have beaten them away as well. It was, um, it was really impressive uh, and promising, but obviously after that was, uh, was a disappointment. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, some goal from Tyrese Campbell, though. Yeah. I'll tell you what, they, they were guilty of wasting chances for his beauty well, yeah, They didn't waste they that they? took one, the hardest did.
1: one. Yeah, absolute cracking finish. Um, not easy on that not... sort of sliced volley, kind of outside of the foot. Take it away from the keeper into the far corner, pass the defender, great finish. Barnsley fans whinging that it, it may have been a, a foul in the build-up, but I don't think it was. Um, and it was absolutely deserved going into half-time, that equaliser. And... Disappoint, disappointing in how they spurn those chances, but also I think you could say disappointing two goals for Barnsley. Um, the first to put them ahead was was good finish outside of the box from from Mowit. but Anthony Grant gave the ball away needlessly. That would have been avoided. I think the second goal that what turned into the winner, sort of the hour mark. Uh, I think the tracking was poor. R- right side of the box, then shot in at the at the keeper's near post. Just mm. couple uh, avoidable again. A lot of power behind the finish, though. You yeah, can't really blame yeah, it the was. No, I don't think you can blame the keeper, but I remember Ricketts saying he, he wasn't best pleased with um, with the way the runners got into the town box. So, yeah, he, Sam Ricketts was really... Yeah, he took heart from the good performance. Mm. And the following was good that day, obviously good Friday. It was great weather. Um, the atmosphere was good. They got a really good reception after the game, despite losing. But, uh, you know, he took heart from it. But I remember Ricketts being really disappointed really disappointed that you know his side should have been the side to sort of end that end that run and mm-hmm. upset Barnsley and you know cause a bit of a stir and create the headlines but wasn't to be yeah
0: it wasn't and you know as promising as that performance was things weren't so promising a couple of days later Shrewsbury town two <laughs> 10 man
1: Oxford yeah. three yeah that was um that was one that will stick in the head this mm. season I think which might sound um un- unfair I mean not Listen, they've got the job done since, haven't they? They've got safe. They they could and should have got safe that day. Yeah. Or arguably earlier, but that was a tough one. That I mean, it's so eventful. You know, lost 3-2 at home to 10 men. Where'd you start? But <laughs> certainly uh, one of, if not the poorer halves, that second half under Sam Ricketts, when it all unravelled and went wrong. And Defensively, I town, I, sixes and sevens. I don't think town fans could quite believe... Yeah, they've been put through the ring of the season the fans but quite believe what was playing out in front of their eyes in that second half um, and you know if, if when they were 2-1 up they were becoming safe that day and town fans were, were happy and singing it was a boosted bank holiday crowd um, and it you know they were singing songs about sending Warsaw down and all this and it just absolutely unravelled and it was you were never, never worried still because of the maths that they were going to go but it I was angry. It was dis- very disappointed at full time. the The reaction from the crowd was was rightly, dis- uh, audibly disappointed. And I think a few people said, which is possibly rightly so, that the sort of season of up and down inconsistencies was sort of summed up in that ninety minutes in glimmer of hope and quality, what they can do, but ultimate, ultimately. Oh, the concentration, awareness, some said professionalism that you could argue, fitness, I mm-hmm. don't know, to hold on and, and see through the job. And if, if they had more of those things throughout the season, more of those first half displays, they, they they would have been better off. But been too many... I mean, that was a capitulation that day to lose to 10 men. Yeah, going against 10 men isn't always easy. You've got that. But, you know, the way, the manner of those goals... I mean, the lad got the hat-trick for Oxford White. He looked looked a quality player really quick, but... Town was so naive to leave him up against Luke Waterfall, who, who had a mare. I think the keeper Mitchell had a bit of a mare. Bad day that. I mean, it was just.
0: I mean, <laughs> there were points when he did, he looked like for the course the Oxford were just lumping the ball away, mm. and it was like, all right, especially the well, third. All right, Gavin, just uh,
1: just latch onto this, run through and score. Yeah, would the, you? the third was at two-two, obviously from a, a Shrewsbury attack. I think the defender in the Oxford box clears the ball. Obviously, Shrews are committing a bit when it goes 2-2 two, two, trying to win it and then all of a sudden it's like you know Gavin White is is through against Waterfall and he's won that race obviously and and nets his hat trick and it's like wow you know big blow big mm. blow and um you know they're probably I think I spoke to Greg Doherty after that he scored one of town's goals he said that a bit of um a few harsh words spoken after that rightly so because that that wasn't good enough that day clearly they got themselves in a position where they should should do the job and it was it was poor a lot like i say a lot of what's been bad this season or disappointing sort of at play in that second half certainly mm-hmm. late on and there wasn't quite the get up and go and desire to, to go and even at 1-1 2-1 to time sorry to to carry on and and you know take stamp their foot on their throat and and you know, kill the game off and at 3-2 down the devoid of confidence and it was not a good day not a good day at all and to be fair I suppose you've got to say they've at least done well to get the result they had to since then but it was all but done wasn't it mathematically thanks to obviously the games that played before Shrewsbury went to Coventry
0: yeah yeah it was um, and just sticking on the
1: Oxford game before we move on
0: hint of hand ball about the opener from, from Oxford
1: yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, another day. I, I didn't really see it that well live, but a lot of town fans behind that goal said said that. I thought it might have been like top top of arm, chest. But I didn't get. I I can't remember seeing the replay now. But mm-hmm. again, I remember watching the build up to that goal, the first one where Oxford took the lead. Poor defending. It's two or three times, Town lost out. 50-50 50s where they shouldn't have. Defense ends up all over the show. Mm. And yeah it, it set the tone Albeit You know Shrews recovered Through um, Through Doherty that day Scored And a Norman penalty Wasn't it Soft penalty I thought Yeah yeah I think Not one of all His better um, Collapses to the floor Shall mm-hmm. we say he, he, No he's great at that Look he directs And skillful And wins so many fouls and penalties But I don't I think that was harsh But yeah, I think it was a definite red card all day. Oh, it was an absolute shocker from our Kass. Yeah, and it it sounded horrible as well. You heard Shimpad on Shimpad and you were worried for Tyrese. But thankfully, he was all right. Um, 2-1 up against 10 men. Town finished the first half looking like they had this absolutely won. There was Mm. no stress. And I think they went into the second half thinking that. You know, the wrong Just mentality. a bit of complacency. Yeah, which you can't say is necessarily the manager's fault because you know, he maintained he sent the right message out what they need to do at half-time. Complacency, yeah. Probably playing percentages off, playing at 50%, which is nowhere near good enough. Um, you know, Much of a much in, in this league, you can't afford to take the step off even against 10 men. and um, Yeah, they paid the price for what was a, a forgettable day, but one that I think fans will remember. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been some some good days under it's good memories, but that was one of the one of the poorer ones.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, but they've recovered, of course. Um, and as yeah. you said, results go in their way, and then getting the one all draw of Coventry, um, It's secured safety for Shrewsbury Town. Yeah, um,
1: mathematically, finally. Yes, at last, at <laughs> I'm long last. Fed up with um, writing about all but safe permutation goal difference. Ugh. Thankfully, that's all sewn up now. Good. Um, Good and a decent, a decent point as well. Um, yeah, well, it was, it was the, what they needed, what they knew they needed. Obviously, on the Sunday at the Rico, um, first off they were poor, and Coventry led after about fifteen minutes and deserved it. Town did not wake up for 30-35 minutes, really sluggish, um, which was concerning because, uh, you know, again, they were all but safe going to cough with the goal difference swing. I mm. think was, you know, even if Town had a lost Coventry and, and Warsaw on the final day. I think other teams would have needed a 16-17 goal difference swing. So they were not ne- you know, they were safe. it's nice to rubber stamp it, of course. But yeah, they, they took a thousand, you know, sold out of the thousand away allocation, and, and the fans were just left with nothing to respond to that half hour. They they were really asleep, it was a shocking defending for for Jordan Shipley's opener for Cov. Um, no tracking again, and, and far too easily got into the box for a one on one. Keeper re saves it and, and he puts in the rebound. Um, and yeah, they, they they showed signs end of the first half town of sort of stirring. Um, and after the break, you have to say town improved, but Coventry did not come out. Mm. Uh, gave them a helping hand in I believe watching it live as I did, not not starting second half. It it felt honestly, it felt like an end-of-season game where nothing was at stake for either side. But goal difference meant town were pretty much safe goal difference meant Coventry couldn't really get into the playoffs they needed a big swing and you could tell the, the mm-hmm. warm weather it felt there was low tempo um, I thought Town really stepped it up last sort of 20 um, and obviously uh, Fijiri Okunabiri super sub super impact you know from the bench I'm so pleased for him the top scorer two minutes is all he needed yeah no it was, <laughs> no, it was all two he minutes needed, yeah. is all you know great things happen in, in short amount of time like that and um, he stuck it away brilliantly from the most comical assist you'll ever see from Luke Waterfall, who fancied a half volley from 20 yards that was definitely flying out for a throw in but yeah had would just come on at the back stick instinctive finish which is what he is 16th goal of the season great return for the lad yeah. uh, such a promising player obviously I've done a piece about him so sort of hopefully we'll see him step up and be the, the main guy the go-to guy next season as he's had to be patient and, and bide his time but Town had to improve at Coventry you know, like I said, they'd have been safe even mm. if they'd have lost. But I think the away fans would not have been pleased if the first half would have been replicated with them, you know, shooting towards the, the, the away end goal. And thankfully, the steps up. But like I say, I think Kov, you know, on what was a great occasion with Steve Agrizovic, that's got to be mentioned, Town and, and, and Sky Blues legend, it was a, a good setting, 13, 14,000 at the Rico end. Kov, to be honest, let themselves and their fans down with their second half display. Sloppy slow, didn't didn't fancy venturing forward, so it's probably just about a deserved point, but it wasn't a filler, but it, you know, mathematically got the job done, so happy days Job done indeed Right, let's quickly talk a little
0: bit of ASC Telford um, before we get back um, to Shrewsbury Of course, um, it's been quite a season for the Bucks, but unfortunately yeah. Playoff dream is
1: over mm. Yeah, it's gutted for them, really I have to say, and such a shame that they couldn't, you know, it felt like they deserved it after the season they've had. Of course, their, their first target was to avoid the drop and improve on, I think, 14th last season. And, you know, you could argue that at the start of the season, they were, you know, some would have probably tipped them to be scrapping away yep. from the bottom four. That, that, that was just where it was. So, to first of all, avoid that and get away from that. I mean, we know how they started superbly. And, and it's so cruel that they were in the... In the playoffs for so much, certainly of 2019, you know, since the turn of the year. And then they had this, this great run, against, played Leighton Orient, who, of course, are now conference champions. You know, won two games from Wembley. But I think it's looked like, and I haven't seen much of them, I saw one of their final games at Hereford where they drew, which was costly. It looks like they just ran out of steam a bit and 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 whether the the pressure got to them, I don't know. It's a different kind of pressure, isn't it? Also, expectancy, when expectations get lifted um, but they were hit by a, a, a rejuvenated Blythe who I think won like seven or eight in a row to, to pit them at the end and then turned out Bradford Park Avenue stopping them by a goal. I mean, to miss out on playoffs by a goal is horrendous. Mm. Um, but they they drew too many games in the running. That's it, you know? too many draws, too many draws. Yeah, and you know it's all right going seven or eight unbeaten, but if five or six are draws, it doesn't help really you'd swap oh, a few of them to win yeah it. you'd rather yeah. you'd rather win a couple more and lose a couple yeah years. of course and you know draws at the end of the season you know, the final three were um, off the top of my head Alfredton and and, Alfredon yes, Hereford, Hereford, and York uh, uh, they lost uh, to York on the last course, day of yeah and the Altrincham the Chorley yeah and you know, you know there are occasions like the the Alfredton and Hereford games where they, they didn't quite do enough I don't think and then there were other occasions like Blythe at home where they were pegged back in the last minute and yeah, I mean it's one goal, isn't it? One one of those draws into a win does the job. It's it's harsh. It's 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 a hard game and you know, the fans have been devastated. They deserved it but it's it's still been a great season. They've got to you can't be anything but positive about it. Is it a missed opportunity? Probably. But no one expected it in a million years. So, you know, you gotta sort of dust yourself down and, and see what works so well, see what didn't at the end and, and sort of put it right, go again.
0: Exactly, yeah, you just gotta go again next season, haven't you? Yeah,
1: I think um I wasn't at York, I know Joe Edwards went colleague. But speaking to some guys that were there, I think if you were interested in Gav Cowan's lineup, mm. I think he took Ryan Barnett out of the town loney actually, who's obviously one of their sort of better, more direct attacking players and, and maybe missed him, I don't know. I think I think defence was slightly changed or whatnot, I might be wrong there. But yeah, a couple of surprising calls from, from Gav Cowan, but he got he's been brilliant and rightly got that two year deal that you know, we'll hopefully see them progress even further. But obviously the bar's been set now with what they achieved this season. So it's like no pressure, Gav. You've got to kind of build on what you've created. But, you know, everyone knows it's just about progressing and, and stabilising and building on the process that he's yeah, made there. trust the process. Yeah, Keep
0: no, trusting that process. It's, and, uh, uh,
1: it, it was sad to see them miss, missing out, really. A shame.
0: Yeah, it was a shame indeed. But next season we'll go again. Right, um... Back to Shrewsbury, uh, a quick hot and not before we bring in our mystery guest. Mystery guest. Mystery guest. Um, Going to quickly go over one um, one hot point, one not point for Shrewsbury right. Town. Um, the hot, Greg Docherty, I mean,
1: yeah, had quite a night at the awards, didn't he? Scorchio. Yeah. Nah, I mean, yeah, obviously Tuesday, wait, well, let me get my dates right, Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday night, the Supporters Parliament, uh, Fans Award evening, always a, a good event. I was really disappointed not to go, actually, and... You know, I sent my apologies to the guys at the SP. It would have been nice to have been there, but it was a great turnout, and you know it always is, and it's great to see the players receive awards from fans and fans groups and and whatnot, the people that pay the money and travel and and all of that. So you're right, though, Greg Doherty, Yeah, I don't want to kill one of the pieces. I'm going to write later in the week, but he's my player of the season. Personally, mm. I mean, I think he's been great. Um, I really think he's done almost as much as he he could. He's he's been a bit of an inspiration for the team. He's driven them on. Fans love him. Ten goals from midfield, all from open play. He's managed to play 50 games. He's really put his name out there in the English game. and I'm fascinated to see what he goes on to achieve. Hope that's with his boyhood club, Rangers. Don't see why he shouldn't be able to be at least a squad player there and get in uh, Stevie G's team. Um, but um, yeah uh, it's been good to watch him it's good you know, covering a team like town you get good young players come and sort of thrive and develop you know can talk about Dean Henderson Ben Godfrey you know stalwart staples of the Sheffield United and Norwich team to the piece about that I mean so happy for them it, you know they came of age at Shrews last year and are just showing what, what potential they've got I expect them both to be playing in the Prem next year now they got promoted and, and to have massive careers and it's good Doherty's similar you know what he'll go on to do we'll have to wait and see but he's got something Doherty and the fans loving him he's so well spoken so polite um, yeah it's been a pleasure to watch so he's very very hot I would say and hopefully he can bag a few more awards but hopefully he can score against Walsall on Sunday Yeah. Saturday whatever yeah Saturday Saturday. and uh, hopefully he can bag a few more awards at the um, club end of season awards which is Sunday night yeah, fingers
0: crossed he can. You don't always see this kind of commitment from a either, do
1: you?
0: No, I mean, no. can yeah. be so hit and miss, but yeah. I tell you what, with him, I mean, he struck gold, really. Mm. It's just a shame he probably won't be there next season. Yeah, no,
1: he won't. I'd be absolutely staggered if he was by any means, but it was a big thing of their success last season. I mean, even seasons gone back. A few seasons ago, Sully Kaikai Kai was town's top scorer. Tyler Roberts helped them survive relegation one time the miracle of last season, Dino, Ben Godfrey, Carl Morris, others. Um, Yeah, And and this season, if if you get the right, I think young loans from above are all about (coughs) the characters you get in because nine times out of ten they're going to have the quality above League One average. So if you get in the right kind of lads, you're flying really and you're halfway there and I think that's going to be a big part of what Sam Ricketts has to do this (coughs) summer. in in match that kind of thing up but you're absolutely right Yeah, he's played so much football ironically a few games a couple of months ago when when Sam Ricketts was rotating looking for his best squad and all that Doherty missed out and a lot Mm. of fans were rightly I think surprised and and couldn't work out why he was being left out obviously Ricketts had his reasons Um, but he could have played even more could have scored even more but it's been a pleasure and yeah I wish him I really wish him well I, I have the utmost confidence he'll succeed in his career
0: where do you see him going now, then? I mean, if Rangers, say Rangers, don't fancy him, do you reckon Championship
1: football back in this? Yeah, vacations? yeah. Um, or, I mean, there was a there was a report out earlier this week that linked him with Hibernian, and the top flight in Scotland, which mm. is another option. I mean, he wants to make it with Rangers, so I, I, I certainly think he'll get a chance to. Uh, if that doesn't happen, then, yeah, an English move. Obviously, he's made his name down here now, and Championship teams will want to take him on because he's good enough. Um, at the very, very, very least, it would be a big League One big hitter, you know. Keep a switch. Well, yeah, if it comes to that, or uh, you know, if a Portsmouth or Sunderland don't go up, but he's too good for League One, so he needs to be playing in the champ, you know. He, mm. he he um he deserves to. But I hope it's it's you know as a squad player at least at Rangers, and he he works his way into the team. Obviously, they've got top players there, and Gerard wants to kick on. But yeah, I mean, homegrown talent in Doherty is a boyhood. um, Fan and the the Rangers fans love him, absolutely Mm. love him. So yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed he can do big
0: things um, because he certainly served Shrewsbury Town very well this season. Right, one not um, Ryan Sears. um, Very unfortunate news. Yeah, not what you want to see, especially with a young player. Although no player in the world wants to pick up an ACL injury.
1: No, yeah, that was really sad. Really sad. Um, Probably actually something could have mentioned. and the Barnsley game we covered just now, uh, obviously he was chucked in there for just his second ever league start, 20 years old, right right wing back he was played and the way he started that game, he's he, absolutely like a steam train, just, he's got something, he really has, exciting young defender, full blooded, passionate, a couple of days, was it a day, two days after that, rewarded with a two year deal. Mm. Um, just his second pro contract, which is a big step once you, you know, staying on once you've earned that first pro contract, and yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna have a future. Sure, he's in the pro career, and, and what a setback this is, you know, to have. It was the it was uh, the ACL injury as you mentioned. He's ruptured it, uh, which was done on the Saturday in training, just the day before the Coventry game. It was actually as we, as I said in our story, um, right at the end of training. You know, the and and training was sort of ended on that note and players were really upset when they saw what an obvious bad injury it was and you know, nine months from now is is like Jan, January, February time next year, so he's gonna miss, you know, the the backbone of next season as well and by the time he's sort of back match fit, it's gonna be the tail end of next season, which is horrible. I mean, good news for him that he signed the contract beforehand, you could say, um before yeah. the injury but terrible news for his progress but then i think you know a lot of players and a lot of people believe in things happening you know for a reason or whatever and while that sounds sort of deep and high you know and sort of spiritual and all that i think you know a lot of players that have these bad injuries he's at a great age he can come back from this comfortably he's a really fit and strong lad um you know so i yeah it's a massive blow and we've had a similar injury with with obviously lenny but mm. Um, yeah, it, it's it is a sad, sad, sad news for for Young Sears, who picked up a couple of awards, Young Player of the Season on Tuesday night. Um, I think when he comes back and gets stuff back to fitness, he'll only continue where he left off.
0: It's a big thing, though, isn't it? When you're that age, I mean, if you if you get that injury when you're twenty four, 24 or 25, mm. you think, well, you've already developed to a point, you kind of know well, what kind yeah. of player you are. Whereas with him, because he's so young. Yeah, there you, were, you think, oh, if he comes back, is he going to be the same? Is yeah, he, there is were rumours
1: he was going to have a... He's had his breakthrough season this year. He's played 10 games, I think, in all competitions. Um, but next season, you know, he could have... You know, I see a lot of fans touted him to, to be first-choice right-back or, or right-wing-back. I think that would have been a big push, but he's certainly played a lot more than he had this season. Obviously, that's gone out the window now. You know, he won't have a, a, a proper pre-season and whatnot. It's hard. You're right. It's it's really tough for the lad. It's really hard on him. Um, but we're gonna see what he's about physically. We're gonna see what he's about attitude-wise. I'm pretty sure second to none. I'm pretty sure he'll be able to deal with this. You know the setback of it. He's got the right attitude, mentality to to you know dust himself off, not feel sorry for himself and mope around. He'll smash the the rehab, and yeah, you know as long as he's not unlucky with with how he's you know his knee reforms or whatever after surgery I think he'll be absolutely fine long term
0: oh look who we've got here our mystery guest right on right. time yeah a, a mystery guest a yeah. mystery guest oh yeah. right
2: oh, that's gonna be disappointing for people listening isn't that <laughs> yeah they were all
0: expe- they were all expecting like a, an exclusive interview with Paul Hurst former manager Paul Hurst <laughs> and they get uh, our Warsaw correspondent here at the Express and Star Mr Joe Massey and there's a reason you're here uh, Can't think there's, why. there's a big old game this weekend.
1: Mm. We've um, only mentioned it like once in half an hour so far. I know, I know. And it was this only is, in
0: passing. This next half an hour is completely dedicated to it's uh, uh, the probably. Is it is it one of the biggest games of the weekend? It's, I mean, well,
2: is it one of the biggest games of the weekend? Of course it is. Yeah,
1: I mean,
0: exactly. The reason it I hasn't it been is.
1: touched on in the first half an hour is because I think Shrewsby just Managed to do their job. Obviously, we had to look back at the games, but obviously, they managed to do their job. So, it's a massive deal.
0: So, massive... It's a, a huge game for Walsall. Yeah, I mean, obviously... Shrewsbury Town will still treat it as a massive game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Shrewsbury is safe. Walsall aren't. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about it. Um, as we said, one of the biggest games of the weekend. Uh, local derby. I'm sure the police were absolutely delighted to see this come up on the last day of the season. Um but Joe Mass is here to join us. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to discuss some key players from each side. Um, Warsaw, do you want to? Uh, Warsaw, Joe, do you want to get? Do you want to get me started on a? We're called Warsaw now. Yeah, yeah. You're just called Warsaw. I'm going to call you Warsaw, and Lewis is going to be Shrewsbury. fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if no, you know, I
2: live in Shropshire and he lives in Warsaw, but that's
1: fine. It is a weird old <laughs> switcheroo, is, isn't it? Um, anyway, uh... I shared a Photoshop with Joe earlier. that I think he enjoyed. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Do you want to fill us in?
1: <laughs> apparently I'm playing centre midfield on Saturday night which makes
0: me think we're going down <laughs>
2: <laughs> no yeah I've oh, been photoshopped
1: um, onto George Dobson onto George Have
2: Dobson's you? body which is a massive compliment because I love George yeah, Dobson yeah I'll take it Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah Dobbo I mean I'm pretty sure Dobbo will be offended by that but I yeah mean, yeah it's
1: no, not some, some town fans think I'm a Warsaw fan I love oh, the people really?
2: who have the time to do this. I mean, they've literally taken the time to Photoshop your head on George Dobson's body. I mean, I've got no, no problem like, I like, I love it, don't get me wrong, it's hilarious. No, but but like, I just yeah. wish I had the time to do it. It's absolutely mental.
0: I can't wait until they uh, Photoshop your head on, uh, onto, like, uh, a Greg Docherty.
2: <laughs> Someone's probably going to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> that's something to look One of our <laughs>
0: listeners <laughs> will, will do it. If you, if you do do it, please please do send us across an image by email. Um, anyway... I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> let's let's talk let's talk the game. Uh, key players. So I'm going to get you each to pick out a key player, three key players each. Uh, Joe, I'm going to start with you. Who's a key player which Shrewsbury Town needs to worry about?
2: Um, so George Dobson. Funnily enough, um,
0: <laughs> if he's not taken
1: up for a reporter,
2: um, he's uh um, skipper, 21 years old. Um, just a, I mean, there's not a lot he can't do. The one, the, the thing missing from his games has to be said his goals. Um, at the minute, but other than that. For a 21-year-old, you just couldn't want anything more from a central midfielder. He demands the ball. He's the man that sort of picks the ball up off the back four. He never, ever hides. He always wants it. He wants to play. His passing range is really, really good. He's 100% committed every mm-hmm. single week. Defensively, he's very, very strong. He's a really, really well-rounded, complete midfielder. And I keep saying it, but he is 21 years old. He's absolutely smashing lad. Um, couldn't meet a nicer lad um, to deal with. Um, I just think, obviously, his, his pedigree is massive. He was ex-Arsenal, ex-West Ham youth. And mm. just a really, really promising player and, and absolutely key for us.
0: And he's certainly endeared himself to all fans, hasn't he? Um, and you said he needs to add goals to his game. But I tell you what, he scored a bloody big goal last season, didn't he? Uh,
2: he did, yes. He could do you
0: reckon he could do it again this year? Well, I year? spoke to
2: him about that this morning. And it, it's amazing what that goal's done for him. Like, he's... um given him loads loads of belief and it, it's just it, in the biggest of moments he delivered didn't he with a, mm. with a wonderful finish and he was obviously 20 then when he did that and he knows exactly what it means to score a goal like that to be in a moment like that um, and he said today look he'd absolutely it, i mean he sees it all the time i don't know if shrewsbury fans have seen but that goal was remade of titanic music yeah. it, it appears on my twitter feed every day it feels like um
1: <clears throat> well, what stage was that of the season? With,
2: a get, with it was with three games, It was, I think yeah. it was the third game, so it was three games to go, that right, was the right, third, right. there was two after. So we had Bradford, funnily enough, a year ago tomorrow we played Bradford to stay up, 1-1 mm. um, one, one draw. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think Dobson could do it again, if anyone could do it. I mean, I don't think he scored this season, but it wouldn't surprise me if he popped <laughs> oh, up and,
1: that's a bad <laughs> and,
2: and got it on Saturday. But I mean, he said this morning, as long as any one of his teammates gets a moment like that, it would be absolutely magical.
0: Yeah, and Walsall, of course, buoyed by um, that three 0 win over Peterborough. Uh, Lewis, are you worried? Are you worried about what Walsall could offer? Because obviously they're fighting for their lives. Do you reckon Shrewsbury could almost, although it's a derby, could they sit there and go, well, we're, already, we're already safe? The,
1: the, they can't. The, the fans will let them know if they do that. They they cannot go into this game thinking our job is done, because this is a big. Let's let's not kid ourselves. Both sets of fans have looked at this match all season. In you know,
2: a strange way, it's always felt like something would be yeah. riding on that. Yeah.
1: And you know, fair play for Tony, just getting over the line before obviously this one and, and easing nerves somewhat. But you know, bragging rights. You know, you, I mean, I don't know about word in the street, but social media alone. Mm. You know, these these two fan bases just at their necks, each other's necks. All the time. I mean, Saturday, was it Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night after the the, the Saturday games. Obviously, Shrewsbury played on Sundays and, and uh, some Town fans put out that interesting Warsaw relegation tweet. And then oh, yeah, my that. Twitter <clears throat> feed was just non stop for like four days after that of just bickering and just, you know. Bit of like, a bold move, that. Yeah, yeah. If I was uh, Martin O'Connor, I think I'd um, it's pin it up.
2: Some, yeah, definitely something you could yeah,
1: pin up, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, yeah. Look, this is this is a big game for Shrewsbury. They they need to um, they need to give their fans something here. The, the fans will absolutely love this. They'd love you know now safety. That was obviously the main thing. You know if Shrewsbury were going down, they'd have wanted to take Walsall with them. But now they're safe. They want nothing more than to to relegate Walsall. Obviously Walsall's job's tough tough one on Saturday, isn't it? They've they've obviously got to win. Well, let's not get into permutations, but yeah, Shrews cannot take their foot off the gas. They have to be right up for it. Who's the key man for Shrewsbury? For town. Um, actually, in the paper, I've said um, Ollie Norbin, who will play in midfield if I'll he gets over his Achilles problem, probably up against Dobson. Norbin is the one that will um, make Shrewsbury up for it and smack into challenges and, you know, deliver what the atmosphere will be like in the stands on the pitch. Uh, he sort of sets the tone and as long as he can avoid cautions... Or worse. Um, yeah, he could be key. I really want him to play in this game. I really do, because I'll be fascinated to watch him in this game. He, he's one of those kind of players. I think Dobson's fairly similar, to be fair. They're both good footballers as well, actually. I'd quite like to see them both in the centre midfield. Um, so, so Norman, in that respect, you know, obviously Joe's gone um, gone Dobson, He's not a goal scorer. Norman's got 10 goals for the season. 11, actually, but a lot of them are penalties. Um but yeah, I've chosen a man who's sort of the heartbeat as well rather mm-hmm. than an, you know, attacker. You could say Beery, Joe could say Andy Cook. You know, yeah, I think um, I think Norman's going to enjoy it. I think there's also a shout for Greg Doherty, who's town's best player. Obviously, Sean Wally's injured, which is something we haven't really discussed <coughs> yet, which is a massive boost for Walsall because Wally's the, the best attacker. He's the one that'll dribble past men, you know, get fouled on the edge of the box for a penalty. Uh, make an assist, so that's a boost for Walsall, that, having no Wally to contend with. Mm. Um, Doherty, yeah, you will fancy Samani's final appearance for town. Can I say
2: something on that? Go on. He sounds, what Larissa said there in terms of Roy Norborne, he sounds absolutely perfect for this game, um, yeah. because <clears throat> what I didn't realise before I did this job, and I think what gets lost a lot of the time, is footballers are human beings, and it sounds ridiculous, but they are human beings, and... They, they have to deal with everyday problems. So, mm-hmm. like, I get it, I'm sure everyone gets it. Like, we work every Saturday. Your missus is a bit like, oh, I want to do something on Saturday. You can't because yeah. you're going to the football. Footballers are the same. They, it's nearly of though. Like-, like, they've got to play, haven't they? They've got to play on the Saturday. And the truth is, there's that saying in football where you're on the beach in that, when you when you are safe, when you've got nothing to play yeah. for. And i tell you what that comes from. That comes from players knowing when the season's going to end. They go and book two weeks in some luxurious resort with their missus, yeah. and their missus is saying, saying to them five days before they fly out when they're facing Walsall, for example, don't don't you get on that plane with a pot on your leg. I don't yeah. want you on holiday. I don't want all our pictures to be of you having a broken <laughs> leg or a broken arm or a mm-hmm. massive gash down the side of your face. That's and a
1: good point.
2: It does make a difference. Um, that is where the saying comes from. It like the, These players, when... Shrewsley's players, when they're going for a 50-50, if they've got the missus at home nagging at them, there's going to be a part of them that might think, oh, hang on a minute, it ain't worth the hassle there. Yeah. Um, so what you need is someone like an Ollie Norburn. If you've got one of those, I mean, I haven't really seen a lot of them, I've only seen them this season, So, but if you've got that like, typical leader, Dobson is one of them for Walsall, he mm-hmm. is a leader. Um, but if you've got that... Just a player that likes to get stuck in. Just a player that likes to get stuck in, who wants to win at all costs, who's just... Doesn't give any, care about anything else when he's on that pitch, just winning, and that's what the fans want. Like Lewis says, if if Ollie Norburn goes smashing into a challenge in the first five minutes, then sets a the tone. Sets the tone, and the fans will be up on their feet. They'll they'll applaud it. The other players around them will see it. So players like that in this position um, are massive because the fact that Shrewsbury are safe does is a factor in this game. You can't can't say it isn't. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, come on then. Give me your second key player. Who's your second?
2: So Andy Cook is our second key player. I thought he was coming up. Target man extraordinaire. <laughs> 18 goals. Let's be honest, we've had a poor season. We've not created a lot of chances and he's still got 18 goals. So that um you for you need to know, really. Brilliant player.
0: Could cause all sorts of problems for Shrewsbury back line if he's on his
1: game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's, um, it's going to be an interesting battle with him and Luke Waterfall because Waterfall, for... You know he has some things he struggles with. I think that's fair to say. I think Gavin White exposed them with, with Oxford, but yeah. as Sam Ricketts says, and this is a guy Sam Ricketts has played at the top, he's he's very rarely, if ever, seen a better header of the ball. Waterfall wins everything. And it's it's not just because he's tall either. He's so good at it. So to watch him up against um, Cook will be interesting. It'll be a good battle. That, that you wouldn't want to get battle, yeah. you mm-hmm. wouldn't want to get caught in a sandwich. And uh, a waterfall cook sandwich. Imagine if you're a keeper you be- and you see them <laughs> two going to
0: head a ball. I think I'd be. I'll just stay on my line for but this one. I, think. I don't. I don't
1: think Cook's the most mobile, <laughs> is he? So Waterfall shouldn't be pulled around like that. And if he is, you know, you got um, Rashawn Williams, he, he's obviously quick, but Waterfall will have to be on his on his metal to to go up against Cook. And if I just, I know you're going to ask me for another danger man in a second, mm. but I've just seen updates today saying I think there are 800 tickets left for Saturday. Um, which will obviously all go you know it's going to be sold out atmosphere but both ends. will be uh, yeah. a good one <clears throat> yeah it, so I don't think Shrewsbury versus Warsaw is, is the biggest derby and biggest hatred rivalry going but at the moment for the last few years it's all they've both got in the division yeah, I agree, and yeah. and they, they love to hate each other um,
2: it's a good rivalry really yeah. I quite like <laughs> it it's, it's,
1: it is, it is. They, they come at each other with these, these uh, put downs and you sort of can't help but laugh at them and like Shrews want nothing more than to banish Warsaw to League Two where they think Warsaw are gonna be down there and might struggle to come back up and we'll for however many seasons be able to say we you know Mind the gap. Well all of that, yeah. Like
2: that should be massive motivation it, it, for Warsaw.
1: It, it, it is. <clears throat> yeah, you're absolutely right. But I I, I honestly think if any Shrews player goes onto that pitch on Saturday, and I don't know how weak a team Ricketts will use i don't th- i think he's too smart to do that uh, if any player goes onto there not bang up for it as if they've been for any game this season i think they're in, in the wrong place or in the wrong sport you could even say mm. um, i know not many of them are local and under- but they'll understand you know and and the atmosphere they'll be playing in front of you know, it's not going to be as i discussed about Coventry game just then before um end of season with nothing riding on it yeah nothing's riding on it points wise but so much is is riding on it in the stands yeah the, the atmosphere's going to be class certainly
0: will be yeah. and give me your second key player then Lewis
1: yeah well Doherty I suppose I, I touched on him in the first point he has had a brilliant season uh, we, in fact we did him hot and lot, didn't we yeah. so not a lot has to be said but 10 goals from midfield Yeah. Unlike Norban, no penalties. You know, he he's struck them all in from all kinds of goals. He's just brilliant, and it's been a pleasure to watch him. And I hope to see him go on and, and succeed. I'm sure I will. Yep. Um, and Joe,
0: come on, give me your third man. Your third man, the third and final player to worry about from a Shrewsbury Town.
2: So Josh Gordon, it will be. You'd imagine will be Cook's partner at the weekend. They were absolutely outstanding against Peterborough. Um, it's a bit of a weird one, really, because. Basically, Walsall have sort of stumbled into a three-five-two 5 2 formation since Martin O'Connor's come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only recently that these two have had... Well, they've been playing together. Um, but you basically, you always know with Cook, you're going to get goals, pretty much. With Josh Gordon, you always know you're going to get a mega shift. Yeah. He works damn, damn hard. Um, but he's starting to add a lot more to his game now. He's adding goals. Um, his movement is very, very good. Um, so they were they were brilliant against Peterborough um, mm. last weekend, and with those two, if if those two play like that most weeks, I mean, Warsaw would be never wouldn't be in this mess at all. Um, so but very, I mean, they're little and large. It's a it's a, it's like a stereotypical big man little man partnership, um, yeah. but they really complement each other. So I think Josh Gordon and Andy Cook. A lot of rests on them this
0: weekend. It's Heskey and Owen Mark too. <laughs> to <Yeah>. bone crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, if they're smart, um, Andy Cook and Josh Gordon, you'd think if if Waterfall's trying to match up with Cookie, if they can try and switch them yeah. centre-backs around. I tell you what, Josh Gordon, running at Luke Waterfall could cause him problems.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and that's where Town and, and Rashawn Williams and Beckles need to be switched on. And mm. it just, you know and make if you know, put those fires out that totally failed against oxford where they were um, hit badly pace wise so they need to that that they need to badly ensure that doesn't happen again
0: yeah i mean and give me give me your final key. i'm
1: going to uh, sort of not bail out but i'm going to say um the strikers oh. tyrese Campbell are not going to be a, uh, mainly because uh, there's a caveat here i don't know which ones because recently, in, in this formation that they've used for the last couple of months, it's been uh, a 3-4-3, f- three, three, the, the three attack consisting of Doherty and Wally behind a striker, um, usually Campbell. But Wally's injured, like I say. I think it might might tempt him, with so much on it, to go uh, Doherty behind two behind their two quick strikers, mm-hmm. Campbell and uh, Okunabiri. So, I don't want to say... Tyrese Campbell for then for Jury to start off for Jew for then Tyrese to start. So I mean they're they're similar, um, pace, sort of finishing, movement. Um they've got they're both gonna have good careers, I think, great ages, nineteen and twenty two. I think if there's any um if Warsaw ever struggle a pace at the back, they could, could be in trouble. Um I don't know how quick the Warsaw back line is, but I we haven't seen them play together, which has been frustrating. It's mm. happened a couple of times to varying degrees of success, but I'd have liked to have seen it because no League One defender likes pace like at all. No defender likes pace full stop but especially in League One. And I think just with Wally out, I think you can shoe on them both in. Mm. I don't like, I mean at, at Carve last weekend at the Rico, you know, they they put Gilead in for for Warley as a like for like Alex Gilead and he's got his qualities but I'm I'm not sure I would put him in for Shrewsbury Warsaw on the final day, Gilead. Um, I'd just get those two up front you know Tyrese Campbell's going back to Stoke we're not going to see him again so we'll probably play Fajiri Okanabiri is your man hopefully mm-hmm. longer term I'd play him as well and I'd just ask them to just get a goal each Do you reckon Walsall could handle that?
2: Yeah yeah. Um, I'm, I've got to admit I'm really happy Wally's not playing Yeah um, That's the I mean look I, there's a lot of Shrewsley players I admire Doherty of course um, Norburn and, and the strikers area I mean I wish we'd signed him in the summer um, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously uh, Campbell he looks a real real prospect doesn't he but yeah I think they can handle it that is, I mean they're too, they are two frightening prospects to be honest I've got to yeah. be honest um, but if we do go 3-5-2 we'll have Freeman against them um, so yeah it's going to be interesting it's, it's,
1: gonna... it's one of these like you know as good a season as he's had if if he's not having the chances or the whatever it's not working for him he, you might go half an hour and he's gone missing or you might not notice him whereas Josh Gordon sounds like he's got the work rate and the, he won't go missing yeah he's of, always yeah, tracking yeah. back
2: and his his work rate has actually hampered him this season because he's always running back and he's not yeah. been. Keats got on to him about getting into goal scoring positions because you can't score goals when you're not in the box and he wasn't getting in the box um, mm. yeah but but goals win games don't they you want I mean a finisher like Okanabiri I've only seen again I've only seen a couple of times I Saw him in pre-season against Brentford Yeah. Um, and I thought he was absolutely sensational that day uh, yeah. so yeah good play
1: I think we might be coming to this and I'm going to spoil it but uh, you take Okanabiri up front with uh, Cook as a partnership yeah. Tell you what, and
2: would, um, would have been a non-league partnership last season. Yeah, yeah, Cool course. Yeah. Um, which shows what talent is out there, really. It's, it's definitely the gap is
0: closing all the time. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Right, you've kind of you've kind of segued us there already, Lewis. Um there Let's you go. put together a combined eleven because formations aren't too different: three-five-two, three-four-three. Yeah. Um, do you want to start in gold? Do you want to decide between you who starts in gold?
2: So we're we doing this for the weekend, or are we doing this overall? Let's do it overall, shall
1: we? An an overall best combined should be Walsall eleven. Yeah, that's fine. So let's start in goal. <laughs> so can we include players that injured? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah.
2: Wally gets in, like
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, in so, goal. So my I got
2: the goalkeeper thing's interesting because we've also got a keeper Liam Roberts, who I think's excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very very good, but however, he's had a complete. He's, he's his form has dropped alarmingly. Um, well, not a al- He's he's lost confidence. Basically, he's a young boy who. Grew up in Walsall, he's from Walsall, he's from the local area. He was outstanding last season and was a big reason why they stayed up last season. Mm. We're in the number one for the first time this season. And Walsall have been dreadful, let's be honest. Um, and it's as a result of that, his confidence has taken a knock. Um, and there's been times the last couple of games, um, he sort of came for balls and stopped. And his positioning wasn't great, and we've conceded goals because of it. And they've brought him out of the team because of that. Yeah. Um. So Chris Dunn will be the keeper at the weekend. Um. Who's like early thirties and got a lot more experience. But he
0: hasn't impressed either recently. He's done
2: okay, you know. Honest. He's done okay, you know. He's done all right. Um. You know, you're. I think you're putting a lot on that dropped ball against Southend. But, I am. Yeah. But that moment aside, I think he's been pretty steady. And, but over. In my opinion out of Shrewsbury's goalkeepers and Walsall's keepers the most talented by far is Liam Roberts however he's not playing at the minute
1: I, um, I, I think if we're going by this making this team like we said overall ability then yeah Roberts is probably the keeper I don't argue with that Steve Arnold's had a pretty good season has been solid enough to, defied what was expected of him when he was brought in as a number two he's really helped them out sort of plugging that gap um, Jonathan Mitchell since Arnold's injured has played the last few he's done okay at times, let a couple in maybe he shouldn't have. I haven't seen anything that's blown me away from Mitch. For you not know, thought he's the next Dean Henderson or anything like that. So yeah, I'm happy to go with... Uh...
2: I'd go Roberts because I think he will be a very good League One goalkeeper. And yeah. I don't know if Shrewsbury have got anyone at this moment in time who I mean, they can pretty much, they're very confident, will be mm. a
0: very good League One goalkeeper. Fair point. Right, let's go with the uh, the defensive line. So the back three and wing backs please, gents. I've-
2: um, so we have Roshan Williams yeah I think we've
1: agreed it'll be in the back three Roshan Williams who was your picture your Warsaw pick did you make we've let Warsaw? in a lot of goals mate oh, to right, so okay. <laughs> um, I think we decided we were going to put Luke Waterfall in I mean it's, it's a funny one isn't it you could make an argument for Matt Sadler who's been bombed for the last few months is not to be seen but you know I suppose we've got to be realistic mm. and uh, Luke Waterfall's played the most games out of any town player Scored six goals from centre-half. Yes, he had issues at the start of the season and obviously against Oxford recently, but I think you've got to put him in a combined eleven.
2: And I think maybe this is hard for Walsall because we've played so badly last couple of weeks. Went to 3-5-2 at the weekend, played very well. Scott Lair played very well at centre-back, but he hasn't. it's only the first time we've seen him there. Yeah. Connor Johnson's very, very raw. Um, um, but good real prospect, but oh, I feel like it... It's a, it's a big shout for him to be in a combined eleven. Yeah. Dan Scar is probably our most, like, I don't know what the word is. Sort of that he is—he is a League One player. Head it, kick it. He, but he is head it, kick it, bless him. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably best of defender is Dan Scar. Um, it would be whether, yeah, I go Dan Scar. Dan Scar. What about
0: the wing backs, gents?
2: So I'll go left wing back. I really think Luke Leahy should be in in the team. Um, Most assists for Walsall last season. Most assists for Walsall this season. Got an absolute wonder of a left foot. He's got... The relationship with Walsall fans is not great. Mm. They've just not taken to him. It's a real, real shame. I think he's an absolute smashing lad. He's massively, massively... I don't don't even want to say misunderstood because I don't think he's done anything really to be misunderstood in the first place. He's just a nice boy, but... Um, very, very cultured left foot. I think he'll get a very good move in the summer. Mm. Um, and he deserves it because, do you know what, at wing-back, we've seen him at left-back all season and I think I think he's a decent left-back but at left wing-back he's tailor-made for it. Mm. Um, and you just cannot underestimate how good his left foot is. So I think at left wing-back he has to be in.
1: And right? I'll, I'll leave it with Joe, I think.
2: So stay staying with me again?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you could make a shout for James Bolton who's a very good defender, I have to say. But... I think right wing back is his most. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It is not is most unsuited to him really. He didn't thrive getting forward, so the right wing back option from Warsaw is Nicky
2: Devlin, which is very very similar to Luke Leahy. Yeah, he, he he's not got the culture of Luke Leahy, but what he's got is the drive and the pace. So he mm-hmm. he's really good at like getting his head down, knocking the ball past his opponent, flying to the byline and crossing the ball. He's got a lot of assists as well, so. It's, it's an interesting one because those two have struggled at times at fullback for Warsaw, but I think yeah.
1: wing-back ha- suits, bit back. suits
2: and, and I think the criticism of them at full-back has been harsh so I'd be, I'd be very happy to have those two as wing-backs in my team. Like
1: James mm-hmm. Bolton and Omar Beckles have played loads of games and made some mistakes not too many it's possibly harsh on, on either to be in but I don't think you can have three centre-back Shrewsbury because yeah they've not conceded as many as Warsaw but they've not been uh, standing at the back or anything like that. I mean their goal difference is good they haven't conceded too many but again I just think we're, we're making a combined 11 here we've got to yeah Warsaw have both the wing backs but we've got to steer clear of kind of saying three Shrewsbury defenders because we haven't conceded as many as Warsaw kind of thing
0: Alright give me your three
1: central midfielders then
2: So Dockett is in and then Vatshad over down Dockett in I imagine
1: Dobson's
0: in Dobson's in I do. think
1: well I think we're going to have to put Wally in aren't we if we decided on yeah. it's, it's everyone um, As an attacking central midfielder Yeah because right? it's, it's going to be a uh, 3 5, yeah. yeah so you need yeah, 3 so centimetres like three and 2, five strikers. two with, 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 yeah. But Wally's
2: like behind the strikers So it's like a 3 4, 1 2. Yeah. two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wally's got to put in a hell of a shift in this team. Yeah, But he definitely gets in because he's absolute quality, obviously.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. He has to play. Um, <clears throat> I think. I'll tell you what. I would love to see a midfield of. of uh, we haven't mentioned him, but Norbin, Dobson, and Doherty together. With like Warley and a striker, I think that would be class. I just think Dobson and Norman sound similar. Uh, Dobson's good on the ball, isn't he? And to be fair, Norman is very cultured, but I might have to leave him out. If we need to get Warley in, we need to get Warley in. Um, it could... sounds like
2: Norman would be first
1: reserve. Mm. Yeah, has to play good, Even Man though Joe like, yeah.
2: Edwards and Liam Kinsella have done well for Warsaw.
1: Um, but... I mean, Anthony Graham, um, come Christmas, New Year, was Towns player of the season, probably. But he's petered off, sadly, probably out of those stakes. So, yeah, I'd leave him out.
2: Um, I think if you were saying, like, who do you believe could go on? Like, if it, I yeah. I believe there's a shot Dobson could play in the Championship. Yeah, I think Norman the same. Norbert. And yeah. probably, like, at that level now where he's, like, he's an outstanding player for League One. And yeah, yeah, I mean, he's 31, mm. isn't he? So, um, But he is class. So, I think that's fair, though. It's a so strong
1: right. and Docher, a real yeah, star, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. All right,
0: and top us off with your front two, then.
1: The ex-non-league pair, the top goal scorers.
2: Yeah, we're doing that.
1: Yeah, Cook and Okanabiri, 34 between them. Is that what it is? 18 and 16. 18 is the yeah. Not
2: big man little, Big that. man, little man.
0: Where would that team finish in league one, eh? 6 Play
1: Playoffs. Fourth. Uh, playoff.
2: I think they'd have a real good well, shot. I said, mm,
1: <clears> it's the midfield and forward line is good. Defensively?
2: I'd be really happy with this one, Williams. W- I'm excited about this last <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a lot to be excited out there. I mean, Christ. Um, they're gonna make a, a fair whack of money out of it. But
2: um I mean yeah. I've said all season on my podcast that I think the league's absolutely rubbish. Yeah. Um, anyone can get sixth. Anyone can. Um mm. it's the difference between sixth and eighteenth, it isn't gonna be that big, you know. Like it's ridiculous but it yeah, isn't. Um right. someone's um, gonna finish thirteenth this season, they're gonna be a bad side. Are the wing um, backs
1: are the Warsaw attacking wingbacks competent enough defensively to cover Scar, Waterfall and Williams. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and I suppose we'd want between us a better keeper. Yeah, I think if... It, or, or Roberts. You'd want is, an informed Liam in Roberts. Yeah. You'd you? want an
2: inform Liam in Roberts, yeah. Um, if we made, if we magically merged the teams and it was a football manager, then... We'd both be looking to buy bringing defenders in the summer, wouldn't we? Yeah. yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. There's a strong bench as well, isn't there? With um, you know, I mean, Tyrese Campbell, Norbin, just from Shrewsbury alone, Bolton, and guys from Warsaw that you've mentioned. I think we have Josh um, Gordon on the bench. I think yeah, yeah. Right. Joe,
2: Liam Kinsella in defensive midfield would be would do a brilliant job.
1: Yeah. You've got. Uh, we haven't mentioned obviously the wingers of Warsaw We like Zeli as well. Who's gone? I know what you've said about Zeli and stuff, but obviously he's got ability. Um, just as a late late game changer but yeah I think we've got a good team
0: very good team right let's finish up then guys um, give me a prediction give me a match prediction Lewis can go well, I haven't even
1: begun to think about it to be honest well, well I have I have been thinking about it a lot but um,
2: I think Walsall are going to win the game too and I, I genuinely I'm not saying that to be happy-clappy I've got to be honest I mean you were on the podcast for me last week i thought we were down i didn't see us beating peterborough in a million years mm. um like no two ways about it you, you will not understand what i'm saying unless you're at the games walsall were poor um against Accrington, Southend, and wickham they really were not good um i did not see the Peterborough performance come in but oh my god they were outstanding i mean i can't believe it it was so, so from one extreme to the absolute other so frustrating because that is what they're capable of, um, and they've just got to do it again. I think they believe they can do it again, yeah. Um, and it means everything
1: that that win against Peterborough, Peterborough, who are a much better side than Shrewsbury. You know, if you're a kind you're like, look, like you tore apart playoff chasing Peterborough. Mm. Martin O'Connor kind of saying this Shrewsbury team haven't got any, you know, they're barely higher than us this season you can do that and more to them. Um, I think some a lot of town fans are worried that Warsaw will come and win and stay up. Um, I'd be absolutely lynched if I said, by town fans if I said that I, I agree with Joe and that I could see Warsaw winning. But I think, like Joe said earlier, it's subconsciously, no matter what you do, there's a concern that it's going to mean more to the visitors.
2: Hmm. But on that, my worry is... I think everyone thought we were down against Peterborough. I think probably the players thought we were going to lose that day, or not, or not get a win. So nothing to lose. So we had absolutely nothing to lose. There was all. It sounds mad, but there was no pressure mm. on us. We just and that's what Martin O'Connor said to them before the game. It was just, just go out and play, just play, enjoy it. If you get on the ball, you see a pass, make the pass. Just have a go, um, and they did, um, and then. It's built up the pressure again, yeah, yeah, and that—that's yeah. my worry for Warsaw on Saturday. Is
1: how are they going to cope? I almost
2: the feel like the pressure for Warsaw, compared to Shrewsbury being on the beach, is a bit of a leveler.
1: Yeah. maybe, and and also, perhaps Shrewsbury can play. Like, with the freedom that Warsaw showed against Peterborough, because they're safe and there's less pressure yeah. on them. All the pressure's on Warsaw. Absolutely, they can play there, no pressure. There's fan pressure on Shrewsbury, don't get me wrong, but you know, it's it's not the pressure of they're gonna, gonna go down. So, um, while they need to still be physically at it and ready for an absolute scrap, they can relax and enjoy it a bit more. Yeah, the which atmosphere. is massive in football, mm. yeah. it's massive. It's right. fascinating, to be fair. Give me a scoreline, Lewis. Oh yeah, sorry. Um,
2: Two one shoes.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm going two now. Walsall. Two, two nil. Also, tell you why it's going to be some hell of a game. All three of us are going to be there. Yeah, they're. I, I am there. Which is bad
2: news for us, mate. He never sees us win. I've never seen a. He win. never
0: sees shoes before start. Have you seen them this season? This season, no. <laughs> that is incredible. You haven't seen shoes before this season. Not in the past per- Not in the flesh, No.
1: Fifty eight games. <laughs> been to none of them. Sorry, mate. Because I. Big game comes around in game number fifty nine, and is there? That's it. I, oh, I only poor, turn up for the big ones. Poor uh, Rich,
0: poor Rich Fletcher, have a word. Yeah. Well, either way, I tell you what, it's going to be a cracker. I can't wait for it. I'm sure you guys can't wait for it. Joe Massey looks nervous already. I yeah. am.
1: I'm <laughs> gone,
2: but I feel like I was. I was. I came into this, and I was like, it's still Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? It's still a long way to go, but now I'm just like wishing it was tomorrow.
0: Well. Either way, we were delighted to have you on the podcast. Thanks for the shock
2: of you coming, Luke. That's what it is. <laughs> I just can't <laughs> believe it.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it should be a great game. Joe, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Joe. Well, I'm then. sure the listeners uh, were happy to have you on. Mm. Uh, as long as it's not a regular occurrence, I'm sure they won't mind. Uh, Lewis, thank you to you. Thanks, Lee. And thanks to everyone for listening.